This is Dave. And we're coming at you with another episode of Comparing Apples to Oranges, the podcast where we take two things in the same category that are in different genres and compare them using a set of criteria developed specifically for today to decide which one's better. Uh, Dave, welcome aboard. Thanks for having me. I'm um, so glad you're here. This is your debut. This is your, um, you know, the, the debutante ball of podcasting. I, is that I, right? I feel excited and fancy. Um <laughs> That explains the tux. <laughs> Does not explain the fact that you're not wearing a shirt. But <laughs> well, you know, shirts are for work, and I'm not working. So. That's true. And you will not be working very hard today either. <laughs> uh, so, have you? Is this your first podcast ever of all time? It is. This is forever and ever all time first. So important. <laughs> that's Taking why my Ma- podcast virginity. That's why Madonna kept singing about it when she wrote that song. Oh yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> Today, uh, I, I suggested to Dave a couple ideas on um, podcast episodes we could do, and he's like, hey, I think it's a good idea if we let the the powers of B decide what our two pieces of media we're going to consume are. And I said, well, that's a pretty good idea, but how can we do that? And he said, you know, random meme generator. So we looked at dozens of memes, <laughs> and... Um, we talked for about four hours and decided it wasn't very good. So we decided, uh, what about music? And we said, bah, we'll give it a go. Uh, what happened when you searched, like, number one album for the week? Was it for the week or for the month? Um, so, yeah, no, I, I think I, I was just trying to search around just to see what, I don't know, what al- album would be interesting, I guess. Um, and I don't, I don't listen to a lot of the pop music, but... I just kind of wanted to to have two albums that randomly were pretty good, you know, good enough that I uh, I would listen to the entire thing. So the problem was, I think a couple of them, like the yeah, the top week or top month, were just not that great. You not a big fan of Young Boy Never Broke Again? Yeah, is no, that his full no. name? I think it was Young Boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not familiar with uh, Young Boy. So. I think I've heard one of his songs. I said that's okay. Like, yeah. I don't know how he could possibly generate a full album. Like, mixtape, fine. That's like seven songs. Right. Anybody right. can do that. Right. But 44 minutes of something? Who knows? The other one was, I think the other one was like a K-pop uh, band, okay. which... I that makes sense why it's number one. Yeah, they're, they're getting more and more popular now, but I also wouldn't be able to, like, understand the lyrics, and that's so true. that was kind of... Remember when Psy was popular? Yes. We understood yeah, some of his... style. You see? Yeah. You know some of the stuff. Yeah, but that was also, like... They put it on the news, you know. That was that was big. <laughs> it goes on the news. That's how uh, baby boomers know about that. Come on, I, had, I had recently heard news about Fortnite. Um, not a big gamer uh, in this generation. I'm a big fan of Super Nintendo. Still waiting for that to come back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all of the children at school talk about Fortnite um, ad nauseum, and uh, they said, "Did you hear this thing?" And I said, "Yes." It was on the news, and they were bo- I, both of us were surprised. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, when one media crashes into another, and everyone has to pay attention to it on their couch, you you know, it reaches a certain level of importance. I don't yeah, know if that's guess, the right word. I guess so. I mean, I don't even really watch news anymore. I just read articles. But yeah, if if it's so, on, you're going backwards with the the way media should be I'd news probably. should be consumed. If I could get an electronic paper, that would be... I mean, like, then you don't have to recycle it. (laughs) Super hipster. (laughs) Uh, That explains, like, those opera glasses you have. That's right. So fancy. (laughs) But they're just readers, he keeps saying. I don't get it. I have two monocles. (laughs) That's how fancy I am. Not called bionicles. (laughs) That explains a lot of that... Is that, like, the Lego knockoff, bionicle? Uh, I don't I'm, know. I'm, I pret- I'm pretending like other people know the answer. I know the answer to that, and it is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I unfortunately, I guess I was privileged in that sense. No, you just, yeah, it was like it came out when we were like definitely in high school, but oh, kids are okay. kids are into it five years ago. So <laughs> I'm my thumb on the pulse, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. That sounded awful. All right. <laughs> so uh, we talked about the top albums of 2019 today, or two albums that are in the running for the top album. Yeah, that's, it seemed like there was the two. When, when you Google top albums 2019, it was the first two uh, albums. So I think it's as of in the, the making of today, right. 
these are the top two albums so uh so instead of talking about like grammys and that because that i'm sure there's a set of politics for all that because i think does that have voting involved I think yeah, I think there's like, just there's a group of old white men because it's vote similar to the Oscars, sure. right? Yeah, so that's my guess. Yeah. Um, and then you uh, made a good point when we were talking earlier that like radio play shouldn't really determine like an album's success. Now, granted, it I'm sure ninety percent does most of the time, but like again, that's not really people's agreeing on the popularity. That's more like the people who run a radio station, and they're all usually like sitting in a room and they're all from one place typically. yeah and i'm i'm sure they they pay to have their song run more often and yeah i saw that in an episode of atlanta so yeah. oh, right. <laughs> yeah. he got his mixtape play because he had 300 bucks makes sense there you, you go know? uh so i looked at the billboard top 200 chart as sort of a um metric and speaking of metrics it has like f- four now it used to just be sales and it was sales within a Monday to Sunday week. Um, and that was because of the Nielsen people. Are you familiar with the Nielsen Corporation? Yeah, they're the organization? same ones that do the, the TV ratings, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my friend Jeff got one of their, like, they got he got an envelope. And it was a piece of mail that said, hey, we're going to give you a call. Uh, here are three $1 bills. Or it was five. It was uh, there was five one dollar bills, and they're like, "We'll send you another five if you pick up the phone and do our automated survey." And wow. I guess what I'm confused at is that they're both using snail mail and a phone call. Like, can't we just right. tweet this stuff not by now, or like use a thumbprint, or just I know they're reading my Amazon Prime stick. Just use that. <laughs> Save us both some time and send me them ten dollar bills. Maybe the maybe the mailings are random so that they get better sampling. No, for sure. But then they random. want feedback via via electronics so that they don't have to uh, type it in. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but know. anyway, uh, more they, work for you, less for them, right? That's why you're getting paid ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Nielsen people also they they were the ones who were tracking sales in nineteen ninety one. Um, now, as of 2015, they've been tracking, uh, since, oh, their tracking starts on Friday, because that's when, like, products are released on, in the American market. Uh, they've also been keeping track of digital downloads of albums, so, uh, not just going to Best Buy and buying stuff, but, like, iTunes and... Amazon? Yeah, Amazon, you can do singles. And then, um, more recently... They have been doing... I feel like plays would be a big one, right? It says... Because, like, Spotify would go into that, and Pandora, and... All those are uh, really recent. So, in 2014, they updated how they were measuring stuff to include on-demand streaming and digital track sales. Yep. Uh, as measured by Nielsen SoundScan. Trademark. Uh, by way of a new algorithm utilizing, here we go, data from all of the major on-demand audio subscription and online music sales services in the U.S. So when they talk, because the billboard is like, they have world music, Latin music, yeah, all those genres, pop, rock. Uh, apparently, billboard was started in 1945, and they only had five song positions, or not song positions, only had five positions for albums. Now hmm. they have 200 for the Billboard Top 200, and then they have like dance, world music, Christian, Latin, all that other stuff. So, um, so 200 times whatever 10, 20 genres. Or something I don't know like. if each genre has 200 though. Oh, okay. I refuse to do any more research. So <laughs> <laughs> this was too much. They said algorithm like more than once, and I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, so uh, definitely plays on music streaming services have is being kept track of now because so many people pay the subscription and that goes towards album sales right income i guess i don't know i also don't know how you pay a monthly subscription and then based on the number of plays i think you know so many cents go to whatever artist and that makes sense yeah so um big data you know it's big data (laughs) data farms you know data data, mines yeah Data plants, uh, 
There, it's everywhere. It's in bites. You know what? It's the interwebs. What are you gonna do? I've heard it's a series of tubes. Have you, have you I, heard that? I also have heard that. Yeah. Someone said it was a big truck. I disagreed with them. <laughs> uh, so the two names that I'm gonna tell you the albums we listen to, they they're uh, they're hot shit. And I had heard of both of them before, and I had not listened to either of these albums. What about you? I, I had heard one of them. Okay. Uh, and actually, I hadn't heard the album. I just heard one single from one album, and right. then the other one I had not heard at all. Okay. So, uh, we heard, we listened to Billie Eilish's, uh, Billie Eilish, her first uh, album is called When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Um, I had heard that... Is it is a bad guy or bad boy? Bad guy. Bad guy. Yeah. Bad guy. Uh, that was a that was a radio hit. Super hot single. That's the one I had heard. Number one. Um, all sorts of record breaking, you know, baloney with her, uh, and this song and this album. Um, all of the children at school liked it, and one of the girls said, "You know why I like it? My mom likes it." And I'm like, <laughs> "You know that sound? I don't know if." Uh, this teenage girl who's singing about, you know, I, yeah, her. Yeah. Co- I don't know if that was her demographic she was shooting for moms of elementary school kids. However, it worked, and now uh, one of the kids at school has a Billie Eilish sweatshirt. So we got the swag going. She's got the merch going. Yeah, that's she knows uh, how to monetize. As, as they say, swag is the the herpes uh, in the advertisement Cause, world because so. it's catching or because it's most popular. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and then uh or should i just say glitter of the advertising world is that a better scenario? i mean like no one likes glitter uh, some people do i mean i've seen i've seen some outfits out there you know? i don't think they like it <laughs> they already got glitter on them they couldn't get it off uh and then the second one we listened to was uh tyler the creator's album igor i had heard of tyler the creator before in both circles where he was being praised as a creative alternative to, you know, what people were calling mumble rap. And they're like, no, he's, you know, he, he has conscious rap and he's doing eclectic, new, interesting things. And then I'd also heard people being like, he's trying too hard and it's physically difficult to listen to this song. Like, I've heard two different sides. Wow. <laughs> not, not specifically this album because this is so much... Uh, so new um but like so back his, his older stuff is so this was his fifth album this came out in may 2019 and billy billy eilish's i'm gonna call her billy eyelash once or twice that's gonna be completely <laughs> on accident hers came out in march 2019 which seems like i don't know so that was like that's a while ago yeah last spring i don't, I'm, I'm I don't st- quite remember I that i still occasionally hear her her song on the radio so like i, I yeah. totally see that yeah i don't know um, so just to let you know how we did a good job of keeping these things, uh, outside of the different genres, um, Igor by Tyler, the creator is considered hip hop, funk, R and B and Neo soul, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, I could see that. What do you think Neo soul is? Um, Matrix that was, music? That was actually <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> uh. No, actually, that was that was one of the things I thought. It's the uh, the last song on his album. I thought was very reminiscent of that, um, uh, like Stevie Wonder sort of vibe. Okay, um, that makes sense. So I can totally see like new soul. He definitely has more like he has more instrumentation than you would expect in a hip hop album. Yeah, uh, especially like instead of just like artificial instruments, it definitely sounds like there's yeah pe- people were playing stuff and there's, there's some brass in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, Wilhelmina Eyelash, her categories or her genres are pop, totally fine, avant pop, not going to touch that, and art pop, which I'm like, art pop tracks, regular pop tracks, I just don't think we should call anything avant. (laughs) I agree. I, and I know I'm, am I saying that right? Or is it avant? Is it silent T? We're not French, so it's it's we're avant. Not. It's avant. Avant pop. In uh, Midwest, uh, it's avant. Um, I don't know if this is a fun fact. I'm going to say it, and it. I don't know if it's a fact. It's on Wikipedia. Her full name is Billie Eilish Pirate Beard O'Connell, which I think it's supposed to be like, oh, her middle name's Pirate Beard. Um, 
That's not funny. I don't like that. No. I don't like that, that at all. How did that happen? Uh, it's Wikipedia. Anybody can change anything. <laughs> um, so, fun fact. Uh, she was born 2001. So, she... Uh, December of 2001. So, she's only 17. Uh, our boy Tyler was born in 1991. So, we're, uh, his full name is Tyler Gregory Okonma. Is that how you'd say that? Yeah. yeah that Nigerian. Right. I'm not... I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, just a little bit of facts about him. He's an American rapper, singer, songwriter, record producer, music video director, fashion designer, and graphic designer. Um, you might be asking yourself, hey, why is he called Tyler the Creator? And you're like, is it because Chance the Rapper was already taken? No. Um, it was because he I wrote... I wasn't wondering that. I know. I didn't say you. <laughs> the generic you. Oh, okay. He rose to prominence in the early 2010s as co-founder and de facto leader of alternative hip-hop collective Odd Future. I don't hear a lot of people say hip-hop collective except for Roman Mars, and he sounds so silly when he says it. <laughs> uh, what do you... Have you ever been de facto leader of something? Uh, I can't say I have. Maybe maybe there was like a school project. Uh, <laughs> Every group facto, project but... I've ever been <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a natural-born leader, so... I would say I'm a de facto leader. <laughs> Everyone's sort of like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and you rise to the occasion. So, um, while he was in this uh, group called Odd Future, um, not only was he performing, he also created all of the artwork, artwork for the group and designed their clothing and other merchandise, which is kind of cool. So, you could sort of see where he came up with his yeah. moniker. Uh, he's also known as Ace Gap Tooth T, where if you see a picture, you're like, okay, he's like, <laughs> it's fine. It's characteristic. Uh, DJ Stank Daddy, which I guess that's when he was in his ska face. Uh, Tyler Haley, I, that's not his last name. And then Wolf Haley, which I get the wolf part, but again, not his last name. He has yeah. a last name. So where do those, uh, where do those nicknames come from? Uh, I'm assuming when his time with Odd Future. Um, again, I refuse to do more research. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, but that was kind of fun. Um, he does collect bikes and skateboards. He has a whole controversy section in, uh, Wikipedia on his page. You never want that. Because <laughs> it's never... A controversy section. Yeah. Uh, he's both been, he's been both called misogynistic and homophobic. Um, the homophobic part, uh, is very interesting in the context of this album we're going to get to in a minute. But, like, um... He has been, I don't know if this is on record or on Twitter, which is kind of the same. Except you can delete Twitter, but there's like that memory of it. Yeah, you can never delete anything on the internet. You can try. And you can say, try, yeah. You can say you have and then get like totally yeah. embarrassed. And then it's the Streisand effect though, right? I thought Where... it was the Mandela effect. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I think Beyonce had that, that picture, right? And then, she, she tried and to then get it was Streisand? And, yeah. Yeah. That's... And then, you know, the Chinese president with Winnie the Pooh and... Manchurian candidate? <laughs> no, that's true. I'm being activated! That's true. <laughs> oh, we're not getting political. We're not? Okay, well, let, let me tell you this this <laughs> dumb shit he said. He said, I say, uh, I'm going to say the F word, but because I don't want to say the gay slur. Uh, so I say the F word and use gay as an adjective to describe stupid shit. I'm not homophobic. He's quoted as saying that. <laughs> like, And here's the other one. He's like... I'm not homophobic. I just think using the F word hits and hurts people. So do people who are homophobic. Yeah. And they say it to hurt people. That's the whole point That's, of it, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not scared of. It's also hates them. And then he says, well, I have gay fans. And they don't really take it offensive. So I don't know. I'm like, oh, man. Don't. Don't maybe, say that. Yeah, so maybe they're just overlooking it. And... I asked my gay friend, he said it's okay if I call him Gay Larry. Like, no! <laughs> he's not going to say no to you. And he's probably not your friend. I'm totally not homophobic. Yeah. I got a gay friend. Yeah. Oh man, I guess that that irony is, irony is lost on him because he's not white. Like, yeah, no, the, yeah, the token gay guy and token black friend. Oh, poor totally, Tyler. Totally not racist. I have yeah. a white friend. <laughs> he was arrested for inciting a riot, where he was shouting at his fans to push their way past security while it's South by Southwest, which is like, I guess, a pretty tame place, right? I, I don't know. I've never actually been to one. I mean, but. like, that, I'm sure this stuff would sort of pass at Burning Man, yeah. you know? Yep. But this is, like, this is Austin, Texas, sure. sir. Stop inciting a riot. That's crazy to get arrested for that. Yeah. Um, I don't think, like, you serve time. It's just like, hey, we're going to take you to court. 
Maybe made a civil suit and had to pay a fine or something. He was also banned from visiting the UK for three to five years. I don't know. <laughs> Did he forget? <laughs> what do you have to do to be banned from the UK? Not not indefinitely, just like eh, three to five years. They say, eh. Allegedly, the reason for the ban comes from lyrics dating back to 2009. Again, I was not going to do a huge dive on this. So. <laughs> uh, there is an article... Uh, on Ver- in Variety? On Variety's website. I don't know if it's okay. in Variety's magazine. Um, and it's by uh, Jeremy Heligar. Um, I'm going to put the link in the show notes if you want to read the whole thing. But will Tyler, the creator's LGBTQ-themed Igor, make history by winning rap album Grammy? Um, so I don't think you want to read the rest of it. I'm just going to summarize it here. Uh, they just keep talking about how revolutionary his album is um, because it's possibly a sign that hip-hop at last might be evolving when it comes to sexual orientation. There are like four or five like prominent artists that are gay, right? Yeah. Like like the Lil Nas X guy, the yep, Old Town yep. Road. Yeah, he recently I, came out. Like I know that's like he got big and then came out, but like he still did that. And then there's like the rapper Young M.A., she came out with ooh, you know that one. I ooh, <laughs> I evidently I'm not with it. Okay. Oh god, no. So anyway, she's like, uh, like very openly, like open about her sexuality, right? And like, no one's writing an article about her. <laughs> like, I feel her album, like, and Lil Nas X, both of them were like number one for multiple weeks. Bride is not writing about them. So, uh, here's some, some straight well, nonsense. I do think there's a, there's a, like a thing in culture where, you know, get, get guys point. coming out is more newsworthy, if you will, than like a woman coming out as a lesbian. That's fair. And it's just, I th- maybe it's somewhat seem like it's still not, but yeah. it's, it's maybe seen more, um, of a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Revolutionary. Uh, here, know. here's, uh, this is. I'm just going to get through it. He's been teasing fans with references to his sexual orientation since 2017, when in the magazine XXL, he was talking about a boyfriend he had as a teenager and a lyric that same year in his song, I Ain't Got Time. The lyric is, I've been kissing white boys since 2004. Is he or isn't he? Tyler hasn't confirmed either way, (laughs) though Jaden Smith, Will and Jada's 21-year-old son, I like how they tell me his age. Right has jokingly, or not, publicly tagged him as his boyfriend. I just don't know. what. Why is this in a magazine and, on the internet? Right. And who cares? Who cares? I, like, that's my biggest you're thing. Allowed to, you're allowed to do the. It's like, did you see the movie Pop Star? Or is this another swing and a miss pop culture? Uh, that's another swing and a miss. Okay, so anyway, that. real quick. <laughs> real quick. Uh, it's about Andy Samberg's character, sort of like a la Lonely Island. Okay. And um, he makes a song that's reminiscent of Macklemore's like, uh, love is love is love sort of thing. Okay. And the yeah. joke is that like, this is this is already they had already had the like equal rights or the equal marriage pass. Right. So like he was making a video about how it's okay to be gay like after the country agreed to it. Okay. And also while he's doing the song, he just keeps mentioning how he's not gay. And so, it this seems sort of like one of those situations where right. it's like, it it's not no, no one's gonna be wowed if you are like we don't you're supposed to be whatever you want no one cares yeah no one cares so. we don't want you to tease it what does that even mean I don't know so let's jump to why is this a thing Billie Eilish and her so she has a song called I wish you if is it I wish you were gay. Um, it was hard for me to read because it was all lowercase. Yeah, I, I, it, it is. Yeah, I wish you were gay. Um, and I don't think she like hers is not supposed to be hurtful. She's just like, I like this person. It's unrequited love. I wish it would be easier for me to tell me for them to tell me that they're not interested in women rather than they're not interested in me. Yeah, and right, you're like, right. okay, I, I'm not mad about that. <laughs> no, I actually thought it was pretty interesting. It was a, as a good way to say like. Well, you can break up with me without right. me taking it personally. Right. And so, um, just some fun facts about her. Uh, she worked with her brother, Phineas O'Connell. I don't know what these parents were uh, yeah, up to. These... Pirate Beard and Phineas. 
<laughs> it's some LSD before they name the kids. That's yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, she's a chart topper in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Um, her this album was a commercial success all over. Uh, she's been praised by music critics for the subject matter of her album, her songwriting, the cohesion and vocal delivery. I think she has a good voice. Yeah, I, I think I think she's pretty good. Although I will say my one critique was that she, um, yeah, my one critique was that she uh, she kind of sings really softly. I and I had it trouble was understanding. Super reminiscent voice. of ASMR videos. Where yeah, she's just like, I'm gonna touch the feather. To I can't start and then make it not dirty. <laughs> I don't know how to. ASMR, they're like, no, it's not dirty. You're like, shut up. <laughs> of course it is. Why'd you listen to so many videos and erase your history? We know it's right. dirty. <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. It's it is it's uncomfortably soft in some parts. But yeah, I had to look, I had to like look up some lyrics yes. just to uh, just to try to figure. Could, especially because um, the instrumentation is good, but it seems to almost overwhelm her singing at times, mm-hmm. and I think that's supposed to be intentional. Again. I haven't said this yet. I'm not a record executive. That's that's exactly what I thought too. I was I was thinking between the two albums, uh, Billy's to me didn't seem as well produced. Uh, like the sound engineer yeah. or editor, or whatever. It's did in the, not do the levels. It's in their house. Well. Like they they yeah. did it. They recorded it in like their room. Oh really? Yeah, Billy and Phineas's. Crazy. I don't think they share a room, but like their room at their house. Okay. Um. So it's both he and she wrote some of the songs together. He wrote a couple. She wrote a couple. Um, she intended the album to contain material that's so fun to be in the moment at a show to, as well as shit that's crazy and also depressing. I don't know. I, I definitely know that's how she said it. So. Uh, she further wished to do everything in this album due to her a- hatred for genre restrictions. I guess that's very avant pop. You yeah. Know? She's, re- she's reaching out. Uh, last of all, a uh, number of critics applauded her ability to discuss the sentiments of her generation. Snore! <laughs> Not interested. But isn't that, like, a lot of artists? Well, it's also just, like, every teenager is going to talk about te- being a teenager. Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah, she's, what, 16, 17? Yeah. So, yeah, of course. It's... Uh, I, so, I, we intentionally picked these because they're not the same genre. Did you notice how they both were a little bit about halloween though spooky they were yeah they both were a little spooky i agree with that igor he mentions dracula at one point (laughs) billy eilish talking about monster and one one song's (laughs) so there's like a spotify gives you like behind the lyrics sometimes when you don't ask for it and this one's like this song is told by the of the perspective of a monster and I'm the monster. I'm like, I don't want to read this. <laughs> it's, it's making the song worse. Yeah, this is too much. Uh, <laughs> this is insane. So, this al- her first album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 with 313 million album equivalent units, of which 170,000 were actual album sales, which is crazy. Wow, that is crazy. And then the album... Was uh hang on did I say three hundred thirteen million? It's three hundred thirteen thousand. Sorry, the album also attained one hundred thirty seven thousand SEA units, which translates into one hundred forty nine million on demand audio streams. I don't know who did that math, but that's a lot. Yeah, I don't even know that unit. So uh, SEA SEA song okay. equivalent acquired no now i'm just saying gibberish <laughs> uh so anyway all of this represented the third biggest streaming week of all time for an album by a woman that's awesome yeah that is that's especially like because she's like this is her first album like she did all of her fanfare was just like her drumming up business from with singles and i guess a couple videos i didn't watch any of the videos right. not interested but i i am curious like i was saying you can pay to get your song played more on the radio so well, this is her first album. Did she have some connections of some sort? That's that's kind of what I was wondering. Is that's a good question. How did it like all of a sudden get huge? Because we we know the the story behind Justin Bieber. Um, he had uh, Dewey. Dewey. he had Usher on his side. <laughs> oh, okay. Usher Raymond, you know. And then uh, Usher, yeah. We I'm know fine. we know Iggy Azalea got her start because of Ti, 
Okay. Uh, you know, that's just Miley Cyrus had her dad's connect. Like, mm-hmm. pe- usually someone, like, a young person who's being introduced to, like, pop or hip-hop has to have, like, somebody open the door for them. Right. They don't, they don't just come onto the scene out of nowhere, usually. Yeah. I mean, I mean so like, yeah, like t- Tyler's on his fifth album, right? right? So And he started with a group, so, like, they, um, you know, they all helped each other. Right. Also, like, it's... I, I don't know like how... TLC. Oh, yeah. Pour one out for left eye. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> you don't think it's sad? No. <laughs> you laughed. I heard it. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoy TLC, and I wish there was more music that was made in that style nowadays. Yeah. There is nothing there. I think that's... It's just lost. We're, I gone. think that's something we have to talk about, is like, both of these uh, albums were intentionally trying to be non-binary like this one's like oh this is hip-hop this is rap this is sure bubblegum pop there's a variety yeah uh but i think both of them sounded super similar to each other like yeah yeah there's there's some definite overlap yeah and not necessarily in content but a little bit in content um one uh billy has a song called i love you and Tyler has a song called I Don't Love You Anymore or something like oh, that. Oh, I did not catch that. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, being a number one album, I don't know if it means the same as it does anymore. Like, uh, like when the Beatles hit number one or like Elvis. Right. Or, but, you know, then again, I wasn't back there and I wasn't like, ugh, I, I want to hold your hands on again and my mom loves it. Like, yeah, but I, I don't think there was the variety that we have now. So very good point. I, I don't think there'll ever be a beatles in the same way like ever again because there's so many genres and uh it just continues to expand you know yeah so do you think it is a good thing that there's so much like access to so like let's let's pretend that Billie eilish doesn't have a connect and she just drummed up all this stuff digitally do you think that's a worthwhile way to become a number one artist I don't think it's a realistic way. If you just release it on SoundCloud, I think it's pretty likely you will not like make the charts. So I think you ha- pretty much have to have a connection to make good amount of money on your your music. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but or you know you're busking in Canada and Usher Raymond's there and you're like, hey, yeah, baby, baby, you- baby, oh, <laughs> been practicing all week. <laughs> Are you're you're a true believer, aren't you? I I liked his old stuff. I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah, I a couple seen... years ago he had some good hits. Yeah. I haven't heard anything recently that was good, but, but yeah, I think I think he... you have to be found. Yeah, I think you have to be found. And I that's sort of like the passing of the torch. Is like someone, the the people who pay a lot of attention to music who are still in music, their music's usually really good, and they help. Like you can say what you want about Kanye, but he's like built a lot of people like he's made yeah. sure that he is not disconnected from granted he's disconnected from reality in a lot of ways but he is like <laughs> paying attention to people who are good at what they're doing and he's making sure that they have a way in yeah but i i, I think on the other side it's also selfish because that's his way to continue to get income so mm-hmm. He, he'll bring in a new artist or whatever, but I'm sure he's getting a, a cut of... Oh, yeah. Of if he's smart. Artist, so, yeah. Everyone's learned from Barry Gordy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Gotta make that Skrilla. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a minute to discuss the criteria we've des- decided to judge both of these albums. Alright, and we're back. Uh, it's time to discuss... The four criteria we're going to use today to decide is Billie Eilish's what? How do I say? What's the title? Billie Eilish's where when we go to sleep? Where do we go? Is that it? Oh, Billie Eilish's when we all fall asleep? Where do we go? Which is like just who knows anymore, That's, right? That might be one of the longest titles I've ever seen for an album. Oh, that'd be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, a good podcast episode. Really long uh, album names. You're, yep. Are you familiar with... Cheers. Hey, cheers. Um, are you familiar with the band uh, Panic... Uh, no, not Panic at the Disco. They're friends. Fallout Boy? 
Am I familiar? Yes, I've heard Fall of Out it. Boy has, like, a single song that'll be, like, a full sentence. Oh, yeah. Kind of weird. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty nuts. And then we're going to compare uh, Igor by Tyler, the Creator. Oh, that's another. Scary. Halloween, um, Halloween was, was uh, like, 15 days ago, um, according to when this podcast comes out. However, Dave and I are recording it almost a week before Halloween. <laughs> Ghost of Christmas Pass. <laughs> um, so we're going to compare those two uh, to decide which is the better top album. Should we say of 2019 or just top album? You know, there's a lot of 2019 left. we still got two months, so... Yeah, that's a good point. We'll okay. say top album of 2019 as of now. Quarter three. <laughs> yeah, of quarter... Yeah, that's a good... There you go. Okay, um, so our criteria... Whenever I talk about um, media, I always talk about like re-listenability for audio. So, which one are you gonna um, pop back in your headphones and be like, "Hey, you know what? I think I'll, I'll listen to three or four of these." Um, or you, you want to recommend it to somebody? You're like, "Hey, I think this is good for a listen." You sit down with them and you're listening again. You're like, "Hey, some strong quality stuff." Uh, would you consider re-listenability important for a number one album, Dave? Uh, probably. Uh, I, I would think so. My personal yeah, opinion on this is that neither of these albums are great in that in that regard. Yeah. Um, but Did you listen to them more than once? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I listened. You. I listened to both of them. Doing the homework. At I least appreciate twice. It. Oh, listen to this guy. All right. Um, now, Me bad too. guy. I, I've I've listened to many many times. Yeah, it's very catchy. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Oh, so real quick, uh, nah, we'll we'll wait to the end. We'll talk about our favorite song off each album at the end, just to like throw that in there. Um, so next, uh, I suggested a good criteria to decide a, a strong number one album is staying power. So not only can you stay on the charts list, uh, you know, in the top five, because that's you know where people pay attention, because that's when they always say like. Oh, this is, you know, top seven albums. You're like, oh, that means it's number seven. Like, right. You should say top ten and just be a little bit more mysterious. But also, like, are they going to outlast um, their own popularity as sort of being a novelty? Because, like, both of them are, both of these albums are definitely novelties in their own way. Right. And so, uh, like, are they going to outlast that? Is this music going to sound good, in, you know, in quarter four? Yep. You know? Uh, do you want to talk about... Um, Criteria three, yeah. So I think uh, I think one of the things I look for in a good album is something that you can press play on the first song, listen to the whole album through, and then uh, you know maybe move on to something else. But just the fact that you can you can listen to the entire album, every song is at the very least decent. Um, you know that you would, you'd want to listen to everything. So, do you uh, do you listen to records on vinyl? Uh, occasionally. I don't have a record player, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I not even vinyl, just mm -hmm. electronic, yeah, yeah. uh, albums. Yeah. I, I do listen to albums in full of a fair amount. I find myself, like, going back to certain albums and, like, the ones that I find myself liking more than I like just a regular one, I'll listen to the whole thing. And, like, I won't know it because I, I want to. Like, I want oh, yeah. more of this and then the next one's, like, as good or provide something different but by the same band and it's not like oh yeah. good or sometimes it continues a story we we don't see a lot of like one story being told through an album anymore um i liked that but i also understand where it's like if you hit shuffle it's still a good experience so yeah yeah i could see that and then last of all uh for a number one album what made it stand out like why isn't it number 94 which is still pretty good like sell just crap ton of you know um albums or cds were coming off the shelf people were downloading your track playing it on spotify like a lot of people are doing this with a lot of songs because a lot of stuff comes out at the same time so like in any given week dozens upon no probably like thousands of songs are being released or like you know dozens of albums a day are dropping and like why did this one stand out like, uh, we, we were briefly thinking about talking about which one had more mass appeal, but the second that 
you consider that, then it's like unique. Song, yeah, songwriting ability yeah. or talent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's talent. a lot to consider. Uh, where do you want to start on our list here? We let's talk about re-listenability because it sounds like we're ready to talk about it. Uh, which would you want to re-listen to again? So between the two, I think I'd rather listen to uh, Tyler, the Creator's album more. Um, I think he's got he's got. I'd say majority of the songs are good, and then there's some in there that I'm like, eh, I would I would skip the track. But like overall, I'm like, meh, it's okay. So I'm gonna go with Billie Eilish's. Um, just to spite you, really. No, uh, I found Tyler the Creator. That's a good reason, honestly. I I found like some of his songs slightly disorienting, and I was interesting. I was trying to, I don't know if you read, I think this was a post. I don't think it's like the back cover is of his album, but like he had a post, um, to announce that this was coming out, and it was the uh that pink of his album cover. Yep and like just like sort of off-white font and it was just talking about like you're supposed to sit down and absorb this like that means go for a walk sit on the couch huh. go for a drive but you're not supposed to be doing something else you're supposed to just sit and absorb it and i don't have time to do that right no, now neither do I. and especially like so and it was like both of these albums are pretty short which is nice they're both like under 50 minutes they're both under four uh just about 14 tracks which is considerate considerable like they're both over that ep line can like with some change to spare um but n- neither of them are like oh this is my opus oh yeah <laughs> sure but anyway well i mean although it kind of sounds like Ty- tyler is uh, yeah. approaching that right the, Where well, he's like, this was more should... of like an art piece like right. he wanted you to sit down and consume it in a, in one sitting mm-hmm. and give it your full attention and i didn't do that and i was finding it difficult to do the things i was trying to do because like he would be like there was intentional dissonance right not so much to like oh this sounds bad but to raise your like to let you know that like there was conflict or like he was doing it intentionally i'm just like it's kind of hard to listen to while i'm like driving or like folding stuff right so Well, I had I had the opposite when I was listening to Billy's uh, album. I, I get those, I felt, those tingles in the back of your neck. <laughs> yeah, not the ASMR stuff, but I I feel like the album in general was super bassy. Yes, and I don't know if it was my headphones or like intentional in the song, but like it like almost to the point where distortion. It seemed like the bass was distorting right. the sound, and I don't know that it threw me off because I'd rather just have clean bass as opposed to. Whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I can lose another life. Okay. Uh, what about which one do you think is going to outlast uh, the charts? Which one do you think is going to still be popular in... Uh, Come Grammy season. I don't know when Grammy season is. I don't either. Is it soon? I don't know. Okay. I got my tickets. I don't know when to get my flight. <laughs> I, I I sort of think that Billy's is going to outlast, although I don't really want it to. Okay. Um, but I don't think either of them are ever going to be like a, a Beatles or a Boston album or something like that that like stands the test of time. I think they're both unique in they're novel now but i don't think they're like long-standing albums either of them so i completely agree with you um just because this was her first album i think it's gonna make a it's she's gonna last a little bit longer uh with tyler's like he is departed so crazy from what his other albums were Hmm. um and I'm, I'm going to assume that because he did that, he sort of alienated some of his fan base. And because he's going to get some fans from this album, I don't know if he's going to make a, another one like this. 
so he might alienate them when he goes back and makes a new one. So I just don't really see this being something that stands the test of time because he's, while he's accruing all these like critical accolades, I think it's going to be difficult for him to stay 100 with his base. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I know a lot of bands have that that problem too where you know, if they if they start touring especially, they yes, need that's a really good point. They need their base and that's you know how they make a good deal of their money and so if they're not uh, pleasing their their base then they might actually lose quite a bit of money. Yeah. Which one do you think did a better job of standing out? So why did it end up on number 1? Why wasn't it just uh, you know, part of the rest of the chaff. How did it rise above? So I think Billy, her, I mean, okay, so Bad Guy was played a lot. Yeah. But, well, at least to me, when I found out she was like 16 or 17, I yeah. was just like, okay, I really hope she did not write these lyrics. Right. And somebody else wrote these lyrics. Yeah, her brother did. <laughs> well, how old is he? He's not that much older, right? Probably not. Let's hope not. That'd be weird. But they were like, they're kind of pretty racy for like a 17 year old. And like, I don't know. I just, it seems a bit much. All the good girls go to hell. Cause he even got herself. As enemies. And once the water starts to rise. And heaven's out of sight. But in in that regard, I feel like Billy's song, like Bad Guy, really did stand out as far as what was popular a lot more. Um, So I'm going to disagree with you again. Um, The reason I think... So uh, they were talking about how uh, Billy was reminiscent of Lord. Um, Oh, interesting. And then one of her songs definitely reminded me of... Uh, the Alleluia song that's most like it's covered by everybody but the one from Shrek uh-huh. you know that one yeah <laughs> uh, one of her songs sounded almost exactly like that but it, <laughs> like <laughs> the Shrek you know the Shrek song yeah like <laughs> Like she copied Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> the Smash Mouth Shrek. Too. Right, yeah, of no. course. Uh, but, uh, you know, on the other hand, Tyler Creator has one song that sounds exactly like Kanye's cover of Daft Punk's Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Hmm. And so I'm just okay. like... I don't know what I'm going, but I know what I'm showing. Feelings, that's what I'm pulling. The fuck is your motive? Man, I wish you would call me by your name because I'm sorry. This is not apology. You are such a distraction. That's what Tian fucking up my ambiance. Neither of them stood out a lot to me, okay. but okay, I'm gonna tell you my favorite song. Like Igor's theme was my favorite song. The oh yeah, the, mine o- too. the opening track on Igor mine too, was yeah. my favorite song by Tyler the Creator. it did something that I wasn't expecting a hip hop or like it wasn't neo soul it's like this is like a hip hop thing but he did it in a new way it was very reminiscent of like when you hear um, Childish Gambino will do like some good stuff on his songs mm-hmm. where he's like this is music and I'm going to sing and rap with it yeah like oh you're talented yeah like I want to see a talented person do something yeah. I don't care what genre it shows up in and Billie Eilish kind of only did one thing to me so and yeah, that was kind that. of done by Lord, 
before her. Okay. Which I really thought it was funny because she mentioned like you should see me in a crown, and I'm like, oh, right. I don't remember what about royals? You guys yeah. remember? You guys friends? You hate each other? I'm sorry. I want to. I want a dish. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I like to see that interaction. Probably awful. <laughs> no, back to uh, back to where you're saying with uh, Tyler the Creator. I, I completely agree. I, I think um, he. I, there was a lot of reminiscence of like Outcast, that Speaker Box, Love Below album. Yes. That to me, that was that brought me back to that yeah. album. I Which does was... you know the reason it stood out to me is because people haven't done that in a while. Yeah, or done it well at least. Yep. Yeah. But he definitely like it's not new. He did not create that. Tyler the oh, bar- no. Tyler the Borrower. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I will say it's hard to come up with a new genre or like continue to expand. There's only so many sounds in the yeah. universe, I guess. But yeah, and I think if we discovered a new sound. I don't know if I'd be ready for it. <laughs> Definitely on public radio. It's not Earth music. <laughs> it's just a bunch of sine waves, but they're all sideways. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> all right, and last of all, which album would you rather? sit and listen through because this isn't about what's the top set of singles because uh that i'm sure that's its own category but like we're talking about a number one album because if you have the top number one hit a la nas lil nas x again he he wasn't able to get this because everyone hated panini which i think was his follow-up song (laughs) I remember his name and Panini being tossed around a lot. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, much. they said this was okay. his, like his second song, and everyone's like, "I hate it." Like, oh no, <laughs> that sucks. So too bad, so sad. You're yeah, out. yeah. No one remembers you. You're gonna be like a piece of Trivial Pursuit trivia in 2013. How did that come up? If he's not 33, he's not somewhat popular. He might not make the cut though. Uh, no, like it's one hit wonder quality status. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> who in, we can agree to disagree. Who in 2018 had a crossover hit with now defunct serial <laughs> killer Billy Ray Cyrus? Lil Nas. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Oh, you get the little. Awesome. You get the little pie piece. <laughs> All right. So, which one do you think uh, does a better job of being an album? Which one do you think you um, can sit through and it's a hundred percent Tyler the Creator? Igor is uh. You, that the album I think is significantly better, as a, album as a whole. I, I I have to say Igor. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like it is a full arc. Yep. Um, did you like how Billie Eilish? Uh, like we had to listen to her take her Invisaligns out. Yeah, that's how I she started. That was all right. That's that that's, was so teenage. Oh like, yeah, no, it totally <laughs> was. But you know, I think that's like a personal touch. I I thought yeah. it was, it was creative. So, I liked it. I thought it was alright. Ah, uh, Billy the Creative. I get it. <laughs> I get it. So, um, so, you know, uh, we we tied somehow. This did we is, really? Yeah, we oh. had sp- split down the middle. Um, we were all over the place. We too. we did a really good job of voting for both of them. So, uh, I, so do you think which which um single do you think was better, e- Igor's theme or Bad Guy? Or did you like that uh the the song where the devil tells a story? Wait, what? Which one's that? That's, uh... The Devil? She said... Yeah, Billie Eilish says, you know, this song's told by the perspective of the devil. Good girls... All good girls go to hell. Oh. Oh, here's another fun fact. How did fact. I not catch that? Here's another fun fact. All, right. all of Tyler, the Creator's songs are in all caps. Yep. And all of Billie Eilish's songs are all, all in lower, lower case. case. yeah. It's infuriating to me. Well, <laughs> so mad. Yeah, it kind of threw me off, too. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, or should we flip a coin? We have to have a winner. We're comparing an apple to an orange here. Tyler's album, Igor's theme, is more novel, I mm-hmm. guess, to me. So, yeah. But was it better? I don't know. Baseline and uh, Billy's song is just so catchy. And bad yeah. guy. Okay, that's it. That's so, that's how you stay number one. Yeah. People want to keep listening to that single. Billy wins today. Yep. She had all of her songs were singles, by the way. <laughs> like every she released every single one. As a single? Except for like two or three. Yeah. Really? Which well, is smart. I feel like there was another one I had uh, I had heard, what is it, When the Party's Over? I think that was my favorite song. Yeah. I've heard, I feel like I've heard that a handful of times. And then the but... Bury a Friend, that that was more most recently turned into a music video, so I know that's, mm, that's a single. They've been 
They've been, her connections have been pushing that, huh? It's coming up, man. <laughs> uh, so, right down to the wire, we we gave it to Billie Eilish. Uh, when we all go to sleep, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Uh, beat out Tyler Creator's Igor. I totally forgot to mention the fact that, like, so do you know the what the story of Igor is? Like, the the, the album story? Like, no. The, what's supposed to be happening. So is there, there's an overarching theme Ac- for it? According to... Okay. I don't know if he said this or if somebody made it up and he went with it. But the story is that <laughs> Tyler... or I don't know if... It, you so know, an, an English teacher the, basically the decided that they uh, were going to put... Uh, pretty, it's pretty lazy English teacher, if you <laughs> ask me. But anyway, the story is that the narrator of the song, who I guess we're assuming is Tyler. Okay. Or is it Igor? It is a love triangle. Uh, he said Igor is the person who he has become because he of all he's dumped out all his love and it hasn't been requited. Which I guess is a theme between both Billie Eilish and Tyler, the creator. Where most of their songs are like, yeah, I like this person. They didn't like me back, so now I wrote a song. <laughs> like, yeah. That's fine. Uh, but so the nineties emo is coming back just in a different form. Yeah, and it it's, uh, we had to listen to both of them. <laughs> um, at least it's not that long of an album, All right? Uh, but anyway, the story is that um, Tyler the Creator or whoever the whoever Igor is is um, in love with this uh, or had a boyfriend, and then that boyfriend is going back to his ex girlfriend, and uh, Tyler or whoever's singing is sad about it yeah and i'm like love triangle yeah uh how'd you figure that out because i didn't pick up the pick up on that and they're like because he says like these three lines and there's like one in each song and they're Uh, not in a row so they cherry picked yeah i don't know i don't don't know know about that but like uh they also mentioned that he has been promote he promoted this album by um he was wearing a silly outfit that was very unusual for him. Uh, let me find it. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not a celebrity, and I feel like I would do that. Isn't that like a celebrity thing just to wear silly outfits and be extravagant? So, um, he was wearing a, a long platinum blonde wig, a multicolored suit, black sunglasses, and a grill. Nice. Did I mention that he collects skateboards and bicycles? Because I thought that was a fun fact. Um, also not great, uh, he, he re- initially wrote the song Earthquake for Canadian singer Justin Bieber. No. He turned it down. Also, he wrote it for, or tried to give By it to By the way, him. that's Earthquake, E-A-R-F. Quake. Yeah. Quake is spelled right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he tried to offer it to Rihanna, and they made sure that we knew that she was Barbadian. Like, oh, yeah. We get it, guys. Actually, the word is Bajan. It's oh, Bajan. I didn't know it's that. It's not Barbadian, yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Uh, both of them turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they said he released videos of him in his uh, uh, multicolored suit and blonde wig dancing erratically. That's just, that's how yeah. he promoted it. Yeah, right. So, I don't know. But Hey, if you get attention, then you're promoting it. That seems pretty desperate, but... <laughs> I guess... It's, I, it's like the sign guy at the corner, <laughs> but... Uh, like a Hollywood version. Our guy dresses up as the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's tax season, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows. All right. We'll be back in a minute to let you know, um, what's a number one album that you should listen to besides Billie Eilish's uh, when, when We Go to Sleep song? <laughs> time for recommendation section woot woot. uh we've you know we we really delved into both of the i i'm just glad you listened to them twice that's good I'm a, i appreciate the hard work uh neither of them are that good we listened to igor by tyler the creator uh, as a number one album and you know i would listen to tyler's album with some of the a couple songs pulled out but yeah like, no for I could, sure i could listen to as a full album no uh, and then When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? by Billie Eilish. Uh, again, got some good singles on there. I want to say it's a number one album. I'm comfortable I'm comfortable saying neither of these should be number one albums. Yes. I'm fine with them yes. having top hits. Like, totally fine with that. Uh, like, a couple of these songs show up on there. You know, they're encore. What's the generation below millennials? Because I feel like that's... that's... 
X Y. Yep. Anyone that one of those letters that I feel like that 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 would you know Billy's Eilish song. You know that, that, that's the that's the target audience. If yeah. You will. It worked. Yeah. Uh, not for us. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna talk about albums we did like. Uh, I'm gonna talk about by the way, uh, the Red Hat Chili Peppers album. Um, I listened to the hell out of this thing. Uh, I started with only listening to like three or four songs and then gradually figuring out that just because I like them doesn't mean I should only listen to them. And so I started listening to the other songs and I could tell you, like if you played one of them, I could tell you the next song it's going to play. And I, I would still pick up, I, I think I played this song like, or this, this album, uh, a couple of months ago and I listened to it all the way through. It has, um, can't stop. It's got, uh, by the way, which was on the radio all the time. Uh, the song called Zephyr Song, which is delightful. It's about a cloud. Um, throw away your television if you you know if you're feeling feel like oh man I'm gonna fight the man. Um, huge fan of uh, Major Key. Oh no, it's Minor Thing. That's a good one. Um, Venice Queen. Eh, that was a little over my head. I didn't get all of these. I thought Universally Speaking was pretty good. Yeah, that's fun. They're, like these were fun songs. They flowed well together. Uh, they might not have told a story, but they like the the way they transitioned. It was like they started off strong, and then they sort of came to a calmer place. And then, like Anthony Kiedis, man, he's got some sweet pipes on him. Like he can serenade you, he can tell you about his heroin addiction, and you're just like, I'm all ears, brother. And then <laughs> uh, he sort of, and then like after you know, it starts to pick up, starts to pick up, and then ends uh, with a sort of like a good message. I really, I loved, by the way, I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I thought that this album was the first one that I paid the most attention to, and I thought it did a really good job. What about your number one album, Dave? Uh, I would say, well, my number one as of lately, mm -hmm. um, and I was recommended this album by uh, a high school friend, actually. Oh, cool. Is it me? Uh, no. Ah, no. damn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's it's a self-titled album uh, by Reservoir. Okay. And it's actually a little hard to find, but if you go on YouTube, it's Reservoir M dash or N dash M dash or hyphen whatever. Oh, okay. I'll I'll put so it in the show notes. It's Reservoir dash Reservoir open parentheses full album 2019 closed parentheses. Oh, so it's it's recent. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. It's, it's it's recent, and then uh, you can go on Bandcamp.com as well. And uh, search for Reservoir. It's the first result. Cool. But uh, it's it's a super relaxing, chill album. If you've got work to do, or uh, you you know you can fall asleep to it, but it's just like an all around good, solid album. You can listen to the whole thing, um, and it's unique. It's like a different sort of uh, jazz, uh, chill genre. I don't know. It's, Have, are there lyrics? There's some. Some, but okay. not many. Um, the it's only more instrumental. One of the uh, genres I heard of because of, you know how like, did you listen to a lot of public radio KDHX in St. Louis? Uh, yeah, I've, a fair amount. Yeah. So whenever you like turn that on, sometimes it'll be like a, a show you've never heard of before, and one was like all electronic music, and they're like, okay, we're gonna listen to some Australian shoegaze. Like, <laughs> I can say words. Yeah. In, in any order I want, sure, and then sure. I figured out this like. No, it's music like you listen to, but you're like stare at your shoes because you're just chilling out. And I'm like, uh, oh, that's like, that is oddly on the nose. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just so into the music. Yeah. Uh, chilling out. But, and yeah. and uh, we were talking just a minute ago about uh, Daft Punk and like one of their albums called Homework. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, I could turn that on and do a bunch of homework. That makes oh, so yeah. much sense. Like For sure. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah. Um. So... Was this the thing you were gonna plug too? Yeah, this is. Whoa, this is double my, duty. Uh, Lifting. So this is your recommendation and the thing you want to tell people about. This is the platform, man. We're talking about. Catherine's gonna listen to this. Sure, and, there's and there's me, dozens of us that are me, listening. And me listening to it, I'm gonna edit. It's not gonna count as a listen, but <laughs> that's two people. Uh, apparently, uh, when Catherine was on the show, I made a joke that you weren't going to listen to it and alleged she texted me and she said no he did i'm like I, oh yeah i totally did yeah yeah sure 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 that's what i said no i did the, it was like the day you released it yeah. showed up and i listened to it and then i heard that you essentially said oh, you yeah. accused me oh hard i actually i felt oh, yeah. accosted that yeah. 
that uh, I wouldn't listen to your podcast. It was a call to arms. Yeah. And now you're here, getting in my face without your shirt on. (laughs) Makes so much sense. Yeah, shirts are for work. Yeah. Um, At least you're wearing a tie, though. Looks pretty good. (laughs) Uh, So, this has been Comparing Apples to Oranges. Uh, we, we took a look at what, well, we took a listen to some number one albums and we left you with some, uh, some good ones to check out. Uh, this has been Mike. Dave. And, uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. By the way I tried to say I'd be there Waiting for Danny the girl is singing songs to me beneath the marquee those groovy tunes thanks for listening this has been episode 44 of the podcast and i hope you liked it got that blogger site uh shiny presentable i want you to check it out it's at the cato podcast.blogspot.com got those um that variety article in there for you to get uh just as angry as i did and um, the YouTube album link for Reservoir from uh, Dave's, Dave's both recommendation and plug. So go ahead and check that out. Those guys sound great. If you have any comments or ideas for future episodes of the podcast, send it to the Twitter. That's at the Cato Podcast, all one word. Or the email. That's CatoPodcast at gmail.com. The intro, outro, music bed music was the song Thumbs Up by the artist Leisure B. And if you liked what he was putting out, go ahead and check him out at humanworkshop.com. I hope you're enjoying November, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.